Tave rising. Um, so then I shifted into New Earth creation space and saw architecture of light and plasma, my favorite thing, and water and sound and this just incredible reality that we are creating here on planet Earth. And um, I did ask to see the transfer chain that's talked about in reality transurfing, right? Because jumping from uh, a wood cabin to a plasma crystalline structure is <laughs> there are steps in between that. So I was looking at the steps and what we're doing here as we see these incredible potential here. We see plasma light crystalline structures that are alive and organic and technology is organic and we have plasma orbs to transport ourselves and they're alive and conscious and everything is bursting with life and creation and simultaneously are moving through the doorway of time that is this transformational period in the third dimension and there are many links to connect us to that reality and so seeing those links are helpful and having this retreat center around us where we are in this beautiful landscape is one of those links and just having structures where every day you have sunlight coming in from multiple directions in a house and you have areas of your house where you can connect with the outside world and you can go outside and you have a space of love that is cultivated around you so the anastasia work is an amazing um um, articulation of a part of the transfer chain mm. of really connecting with earth and having our structures be connected with earth and yes I know we're so excited to sing structures into being we have that ability <laughs> and also <laughs> we are um, we are linking ourselves to that reality by doing what we can in the now to move forward with that and so seeing that process and feeling this you know and recognizing that we can have humble structures that are actually linking us to that reality so it's not just this epic jump um it's a process that unfolds around us because of us through us yeah. together mm. and so exploring that was really enjoyable and I saw um, that the work that we do with setting up these apachetas to strengthen and bring the frequency of earth and inner earth up through to the surface is really important and so we create these anchor points of light and I was seeing as we move into um, this new space eventually these shrines are these beautiful pillars of light that we see when we tune in but you know eventually whenever that occurs there's no time so it's in the ever-present moment of now as well these you would see it you'd look over at the mountain over there and see this beam of light emanating up and that's bringing the crystalline frequency of inner earth up and through and the merging of the inner earth with the outer 
um, surface of the earth happening. And so I was connecting in particular to the one we've put on Vallecitos, which is a very sacred mountain um, in Taos. Pyramid. And yeah, yes, there's a pyramid structure yeah. and connected um, on, on the earth grids to very particular places. And so it's resonating with that and just seeing how from our house we can see this beautiful surfacing of inner earth crystalline structures and then um, the scene shifted so that same representation of inner earth beam coming through was on the sacred mountain uh, where Wudan temple is built mm. and so I was seeing this earth celebration at the temple of Wudan where there were thousands of monks who were in these silk robes and it's not the asceticism of denying material life it's acknowledging the deliciousness of having material life. So wearing these beautiful silk robes and these cap crowns and all of these monks celebrating the coming in of autumn. And so the color was represented on the mountain. And there were thousands of people too who had come to celebrate mm -hmm. earth and seasonal shifts. And as we connect to the earth and the elementals and the seasons and the natural spiraling of energy that expands and contracts, we can bring new earth through. So mm -hmm. that celebration at Wudan is just showing this earth festival. And as we connect in that way, it just transforms our species and the planet and reestablishes mm. the sacred reciprocity of energy exchange that we mm. have with each other mm. and the wow. earth. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen those arcs, uh, you know, in my vision off the apachetas, I've seen them mm -hmm. like as these big arcing um, crystalline light structures and they connect to all the peaks so they're they almost look like rainbows right mm -hmm. if they're connecting from peak to peak building out this lattice work of its yeah creation codes mm -hmm. um, and strengthening earth grid so we all have grid structures the cosmic lattice network yeah. of creation that's <laughs> connected interdimensionally it's that light fascia that's represented in our fascia that matthew so beautifully articulated earlier and that is on the earth and so the inversion matrix the parasites have inverted and and manipulated the grid structures right and put Ooh. these underground tunnels to plug in and harvest mm. energy and bodies and so setting up apachetas is just strengthening the biological earth grid that exists these mountain peaks that are all over our planet mm. and that's what ancient cultures figured out with pyramids and creating these womb chakra amplification mm. centers that can mm. resonate with earth frequency and that's what we do and you know, then even Atlantis, right, had mm -hmm. infiltration. And so returning back to that, we're not going anywhere. We're not going to the fifth dimension. We're bringing ninth dimension through us mm -hmm. into being. And we do that with each other and amplifying multidimensional Earth energy through our creations and setting up these structures. Yeah. Alluri. <laughs> Yay. Oh, oh my Lori gosh. Bird blessing. Wow. Surfing a lettuce. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, I, Rhoda and myself have for many years, you know, we'd say grid. Um, 
you know, and then as the grids were breaking down, the old grids, and we'd always see this activation of, we would have called it a motherboard that time, you know, because we were relating to AI. Mm-hmm. But AI has taken this, this motherboard is a copy of, yeah. you know, the Earth's natural bioresonance, and that's would be a motherboard. And if you go back from the grids, the grids are all of the different grids that have been created, including the uh, political grids and all the war grids. So if we need to go back into transmuting that all, it would be the the lattices, the earth, natural mm-hmm. earth lattices. The, so Mycelial I think network. it would be wonderful <laughs> for us to try and create this language or bring forth these words, such as when even when we speak about governments, it's parasitic mm-hmm. structures. And when we um, speak of our frequencies and anchoring our lights, per- pillars and lattices, and we try to see if we can bring that language in. Um, to assist us in our vision and our creation and I think a lot of people it's like speaking of uh, uh, God some beings would feel a bit of resonance because it will pull them into a religious perspective immediately and that's what we want to try and help with the healing process is through our language Mm-hmm. Which you said so. What, what was it the other day? You also shared. You're sitting in the lounge, and you also had an immediate experience of a word and thought, and how you had such a pure intention in your sentence. And when you'd finished your sentence, you realized the way that it was expressed. You had a couple of versions that could have really inverted what you were trying to say. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. language. Yeah, I've even found myself in communications this week since the experience using the word prayer and how I I had a Catholic upbringing and so I for a long time been very sensitive and reactive to God, archangels, that vocabulary and that imagery yeah. and then the word prayer and lately I've been saying yeah I'll, I'll pray for you and how wow yeah. what a beautiful gift to yes. offer a prayer to someone yes. and just taking mm. my own revulsion yes. and saying oh okay yes let's take that prayer and infuse it with my intent mm-hmm. which is a gift i will pray for that's you so beautiful. and yeah. so it that's the reprogramming of language which isn't a one and done thing it's an awareness that comes mm. in on this experience and remembering this is very precision is important Mm -hmm. and aligning ourselves to precision not in a limiting way i'm doing anything wrong but in an expansive way of look at what i can create with tuning more and more to precision so not having a limiting program you're not allowed to say that but look at how different your creation is with this sentence versus Mm -hmm. this sentence and so it's a (coughs) opening it's the game of creation. Yes, you know, you can, I was just going to say, yeah. this should be yes. a game among right. us. As yeah. we are perfecting ourselves, we bring it in as a game yes. and be playful about it and mm-hmm. help each other. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah. oh, sorry, you, you know, and you've like hit that chord, you know, and like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that was it. That was the real transmission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels so yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and a, because you know you're playing a game, you'll quickly rectify yourself before anyone right. else yeah. does. You're like, oh, 
yeah. yeah. Right. Play. Play is important. Yeah, like with, you know, when you talk about religion or something, like they, they were taking beings that were actually realized beings and their messages and then inverting them over time. Mm-hmm. And so then when we grow up with the inverted versions, we reject the whole mm-hmm. thing. Right. Well, then it just goes somewhere and festers and yeah. continues its parasitic process versus reclaiming yes. the sacred expression Truth. that was originally translated through those beings and right. later distorted. We're connecting back to their frequency and those frequencies are all available on earth mm-hmm. right now, every single one of them, yep. right? So. <laughs> So we have all the blueprints we need to create, you know, the immaculate creation here. Inside, inside. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the complete design of the energy body and downloaded activations to bring forward in our healing work that we are going to be offering the world, Mm -hmm. uh, which is exciting and also continued to learn um, how to perform light surgery on the filament mm-hmm. lattice um, dimension of our being that connects all of our multi-dimensional selves to source and to us, to our bodies. Mm-hmm. We are the most <sighs> magnificent beings in all of the universe. Mm-hmm. Was having these experiences, there was koshi bell and mm-hmm. rose water and <laughs> hand holding, and they made all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> um, so now these are just like little sequences of dream journeys. Um, I saw these avian beings mm. that with beaks, so they actually had beaks, not mouths, and they were multicolored, not the blue avians, um, making out with their eyeballs. So <laughs> light tubes extend from each eye and connect, oh, and wow. it's just wow. intimate and beautiful. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I met and talked to the Beetle King. I love him. He has this incredible crown and carapace and he just loves beauty. And the Beetle Hmm. Kingdom on Earth is so diverse, so beautiful. And every beetle is hand-painted by him. Uh. Every (laughs) single one. sits with their carapace and hand paints it and then breathes life into beetles and it i'm getting chills talking about him and that's just beautiful connecting actually back to the weird creepy thing like this i've always always my whole life when i was a little girl i used to make little terrariums and catch insects and put them in there and i've always had this fascination with insects that then became distorted as this fascination with like vermin and creatures of the deep that Mm. are like And um, when you look at Gaia frequency creation, it's all clean, right? Insects have exoskeletons to keep themselves clean and they, worms even, take soil and mm, they make soil. They take waste and make soil and they are slippery so they're clean and 
these exoskeletons of insects and vultures have a bald head so they don't get nastiness in their feathers. Mm. And this, this vermin distortion is all imported parasitic mm. entities, mosquitoes, mm. Um, maggots, you know, things that ew, icky, creepy, weird feeling, mm. um, black widows, not all spiders. I connect to some spiders deeply and yeah. You know, there are cute spiders. You look at you like, oh, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but those spiders that give you that, that AI get spiders. that out, <laughs> um, yeah. is, is a parasitic infiltration. And so connecting with the Beetle King really brought in beauty for me. Um, wow. Recognizing that, yeah, that whole weird, creepy obsession is not mine. Um, and so as we create, there can be sort of this strange uniqueness, right? That's just, wow, like praying mantis have their eyes sticking out and they're so amazing and strange and weird, <laughs> yeah. but they, they don't have that frequency of like, oh, get out of my room. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm. And so, yeah, seeing just that exquisite love and care for every single beetle hand-painted, it's like, yes, everything that we bring into being is infused with our love. And I saw Rhoda as a galactic glittering octopus that just with each extension is has flowers and creation and gifts for everything, that she, which is everything. Um, love and just this cosmic being and was seeing how that form, this amazing, I mean, octopi, are incredible beings on this Mm. planet. And that form, the Mm. octopus and the squid has been inverted and distorted and manipulated. There's something maybe about the soft body that's easier to um, create a synthetic version of as an implant, but Mm. seeing that- Like plasma technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And seeing that pure essence of glittering, fabulous love, radiant, was just so joyful. Um, (laughs) And I saw the original ceremonies, the bush, medicine ceremonies of Iboga and where oh, the wow. music comes from. Oh, really? Wow. The wow. BT, right? Mm-hmm. BT music and felt the original frequency of that music and how it um, was supportive in the process and um, just connected to that space and felt the gift of the medicine and how you know, in a traditional setting, um, how that was appropriate and this gift of the medicine moving through and allowing the ceremony to change. There is no dogma. Anything that is dogma has distortion. So trying to do some traditional dogmatic, this is how you have to do it, was cleared through seeing the sacred space held by um, a traditional medicine space um it rained throughout the night Mm. and that was such a gift and through the rain i was reminded of the 
fluid nature of reality. So in that song space, song and sound is used to give rise to cymatic patterns in the fluid mm-hmm. essence of the void source creation space and that resonance organizes fluid into material and the geometry of cymatics from sound gives rise to creation and each Mm. one like snowflake is perfect symmetry and also perfect uniqueness Mm. and Mm. infinite design is infused and the final thing on here is the malachite sunbird so rhoda shared this after that the malachite sunbird male and female were on the aloe plant right outside of my room holding space in the beginning i don't know if you want to share the symbolism of the malachite sunbird if you know that the original story but um, that was just beautiful, real, real-life yeah. connection. That's beautiful. It's um, the Malakad sunbird is very indigenous to the area, and seeing them together like that never happens. <clears throat> they never ever sit together like that in front of us. Mm. They're always apart, one coming and going or playing a little bit, fro- frolicking. They never sit still, and they just both sat still watching your window. Apparently, she said. Mm. And uh, it's a very sacred and very rare. It doesn't, you don't find them everywhere. And I guess also the beautiful sacred love that you share with Zane and the way that you um, are bringing this divine love here to our earth through, like you were saying, the beautiful true nature of a real relationship is growing and healing together in these times. And uh, you're a true representation of that and guides of that. I think you might even have some guidance and questions answered mm-hmm. about how you are moving and navigating being in a relationship and both continuously supporting each other in expanding your consciousness and supporting both each other in manifesting your divine purpose here on earth and yeah, the unconditional love that you hold for each other. I think those birds were just honoring what you are here to share with children and what love really is and how it works and sort of little guidelines into sacredness when it comes to your body as a little girl and your body as a little boy and how to love yourself and to play because and and if there are any discordant energies that are in your sexuality as a child it needs to be healed it comes from somewhere because a child should just be engaging with creation and leaving those things for when they grow up and when you really really love and know what you want to share with someone and have gotten to learn to know yourself and loved yourself so many beautiful teachings that the two of you are going to be sharing with the future races mm. that they may have all of the things that I mean certain things that you will master now you will assist them in guiding them but they n- might not even need to do that and step like mm. encodements that will be shared and assisting 
Uh, the children are born with knowing that they want love. And in this world, all the inversion, constant programming um, causes demented <laughs> situations or ADHD or all of the diseases they want to call it. Um, but in the end of the day, when two beings like you can create that pendulum out of all of that chaos and mayhem through your experience, you can truly guide and lead the future generations into accessing their purest potentials in relationships prior to hurting their bodies, prior to taking on anything. Those teachings can enter their fields. Thank through you. child stories or a mm. little bit of reality. Tra I, I think children will be supersonic intelligence at reality trance. Oh, yeah. Very quickly yeah. now, oh, yeah. led and guided by beings that have mm -hmm. what you have, the frequency. Yeah. Mm. Thank, Thank you. you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. um, <laughs> I'd love to say one thing to that, and then I have a question that I think would be interesting to discuss if we're open to it. Um, Going back to the the love transmission about we project love out and distortion comes when we don't feel the return, so we create a void. And with um, blessings like Malachite Sunbird, you know, to really receive that and say, wow, that is a blessing. Thank you. And the more you acknowledge these blessings, the more they come into your field to reinforce that sacred relationship of reciprocity with the earth. And so it's important actually to acknowledge blessings, not not necessarily fixating on meaning so much. What does that mean for me? What do I have to do? That That can sometimes spiral out um you know but just saying wow what a blessing thank you and sometimes you know getting a transmission for what that symbolizes for you is beautiful and incredibly powerful but really ultimately just acknowledging the gift wow this is a gift thank you and then it just helps you to see all around you all the time may all of you feel the blessings and the gifts from our planet every moment of every day because she is reaching out to say I love you and to acknowledge that is to fill your field with love yeah. and so my question which is a little bit unrelated to that but related to this process that we talk about is sort of twofold is it important to see um, so like in the defrag, for example, clearing pornography, it is, is it important for me to see what that is? And for some people, it could be taken personally. So let's say you are abused as a child, but you've disassociated and you don't actually remember in your conscious memory. Can we clear that out without them having to actually look at it? Or do you have to look at it? So that's one part. And the second part is, does all of humanity have to look at it? So for some of these collective things, you know, we talk about disclosure, we talk about the truth. Is that necessary or can we bypass it by some of us choosing to say, I have capacity to look at this and clear it for us and it's cleared for all of us? Or does every single person have to look at it? 
your first you had a little question before that as well the first question is do you have to actually see it so oh yes okay so i i can only share my experience i think that there's gonna be a certain amount maybe of transmutation and certain generations will hand up the next uh uh, service by stories and also by, by higher level incarnations take uh, incarnations taking place because the stellar races are going to you know high frequency races are going to be inhabiting this planet um, and beings that are needing continuation of learning and transcendence of other dense experiences what's really taken place now which wasn't even in previous teachings is certain stellar gateways have started to open on our planet because of this recycling grid that's busy being dismantled souls are being dis uh, receiving dispensation and being able to move through these gateways into certain kinds of temples that will dismantle the whole parasitic infestation from them because a natural flow of incarnation would be you would return to a temple or a recalibration prior to a next incarnation and the mm. traps that have been gridded around the earth is constant incarnation into unworld places and just so many off-planet influences to feed from us and so this feeding ground this dismantling of the parasite is busy taking place and we've had a lot of poisoning of our people of the planet and our living systems and a lot of beings are leaving through diseases and illnesses and myocarditis and all of these new engineered things and um, the 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 intention behind it was really to trap all those and then recycle them at a mm. next level of, of um, the cyborg situation that we see mm. and always have been programmed to believe was on its way, the zombie stories. And um, because it was such a parasitic uh, infestation, these gateways will clear and assist souls to go through those grids have a lot of them have been dismantled there are mm -hmm. still pieces partial pieces and parts that are busy being dismantled and lots of debris being cleared but in the meantime um, against the uh, intention that was created by the structures parasitic structures of this massive next level AI recycling session it's been cleared and the souls that they were trying to entrap are being mm. um, guided through these gateways and will then there complete what they need to learn a lot of them have been there never mind needing to see it I mean they're mostly coming out of being trafficked prostituted living in uh, psychologically engineered um, situations and psychiatric wards they've seen enough they've come they are the very broken children and for them to have to relook and release 
is uh, there's certain levels of everything is going to be divinely just um, placed into recalibration prior to incarnation. However, mm. those types of incarnations mm. will not be here mm. again. And then also those kinds of incarnations might not even take place for those mm-hmm. beings because they had been so hijacked. And mm. others who have been so deeply distorted to down through into the core and completely taken, they will just go through into the solar galactic creation divine source and be completely returned into source itself again and um, creation can once again take place from that energy so beautiful beautiful yeah (laughs) i I also had a um just quick related to this thread like can you hold your thought Uh okay um what i saw uh, I think the night after that journey to that kind of hellish land and I, it was, you know, disturbing and I was a bit distraught and I had a vision come in as I was falling asleep, I think the next day, that um, <clears throat> there there are a lot of areas where light, organic creation, what we were talking about earlier, has not been able to penetrate for a long time. The inversion is so extreme and so like that wasteland like there hasn't been crystalline intelligence and light moving through that space. It's only like residue, energetic residue. So it still is enough to have a creation form, but it's really not connected to source. And when a, a light being goes into that place so w- with your vision, the process of, of seeing it, as we would call it, is actually creating a breach into this inverted space where then light can continue to enter. Mm. And so we don't necessarily take on the whole transmutation process as Mm. individual beings, but by seeing some component of some part of the inversion, Mm. we create a connection back to source where we can then bring in help from all of these dimensional beings who are assisting who, are, who have not mm. gone through the incarnation grid mm. on earth, but who are assisting mm-hmm. from ships, you know, from their multidimensional mm. forms to go in and clean this up. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. And it sounds like what you're saying, Zilkia, too, it's like, it's like you're opening these cages, these various traps where souls have been stuck. Yeah. And then those beings will go to these organic temples where they can heal their process and and so it's it's all gonna release perfectly and we don't really necessarily need to worry about you know am i fulfilling my little role here or there because we're we're being guided by the highest intelligence Mm -hmm. in every moment as we unwind this process and so just trusting and, and allowing that to unfold perfectly immaculately it's happening And so with that, I think that's a beautiful reference um, to clarify maybe, you know, some of these particular things all of humanity doesn't have to look at. It can, but the more that do, the more light the more quickly goes through yeah the more yeah. quickly light goes through to transmute it well that's i think that that explanation that you have like probably really well explains like as i was i was thinking about your question about you know do we need to personally experience this and it's like i've i've seen this you know over the years with the healing work as well as with the medicine that 
when we turn the like the light of our conscious awareness onto something so it's like when when the uncon the formerly unconscious pattern or distortion comes into the light of our awareness <clears throat> it's cleared and it's cleared through that fractal nature of the reality and that would be an explanation of that that that's because you're in the the crystalline like transmission of your source consciousness you know that connection to source you then create those gateways for that light to flow through you and fractal through the whole pattern and mm -hmm. This medicine in particular also has a very particular way of facilitating that clearing and uh, it does it feels like it's like everything is so rapidly shifting because it doesn't require you know 30% uh, of the population to actually go through that level of process it's a it's more like the light quotient or whatever that's coming in through the system to change it so yeah that's I think that's a good explanation for for what we see happening I think the ones that are cleaning up and staying here and claiming themselves and their own truth must look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The ones that will master themselves and be in their most high have to go through it all and clean it all out and recognize every single thing that has caused suffering inside of each and every one of us and towards our planet. and. Those that we love so dearly, who might be family members, but their consciousness is in a different place, or friends, or old school friends, or anyone we love or just meet, they have a level of existence that await them next. Um, the, and, and not this physical body for a very large quantity of the planet right now with a level of pollution is going to be transitioning out of this physical body and then resting mm. prior to any experiences again and then this is where the sacred womb comes in with the great races as we embody and become into our multi-dimensional selves and we remember who we are in Leonardo Santaliu or whatever races we feel ourselves and find and our higher super selves that we are um, embodying those are the races that we are able to allow access through the body of the ones that are ready to bring forth those races and bringing it into yourself and that's where the stellar races the sacred space for these beings to be held in very very pure um, um, what do we call it? Incubation, a sacred <laughs> womb. Even though when they come out of the womb, the womb must be there. It's for, for their stellar um, selves to come through. This is where I believe, you know, is this cleanliness of the body and purification to the degree that we are and trying to hold space for high frequency cellular upgrades and DNA upgrades is that womb brings forth a being that comes in completely no nothing, just truth and purity and then is held and held and held and held and held and then poof. Those beings are able to embody a billion souls worth of suffering and mm. transmute that at wow. once. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Very large, large mm. influence that takes place mm. when that purity is able to be. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and the rare beings are here. They are. And this cleansing, the purification, and like a 
beautiful process being designed for two lovers to go through a cleanse and a purification and master their own things and create that sacred space. And consciously like the Nimba tribe, go and sit and call for the beings and meet them all and say who's the one that you welcome and then mm. learn their song and teach your lover that song and then mm. sing and make love and bring in. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's where Rhoda has such a great love for the African people and their tribes. And they all have these beautiful cosmic gifts, many of them. Many of them have been completely destroyed and distorted and a lot of draconian energies. Mm -hmm. And then there are some very special tribes that still mm. are there, with the still holding the stories, still holding the songs, waiting for someone to come mm. to mm. take it on. Well. So beautiful. Mm. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So creation. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for sharing your beautifully boga, mm. Justine, and your super, super goddess self here on earth. And same, you guys. Wow. Like, thank you for the planet mm. that you did break through and come over. And thank you and Rhoda. <laughs> I mean, truly, from you know the depths of my being from all of our beings for what what is it 20 years now of you know being vessels to process through some of the densest and most horrific things on the planet and to clear them out of the field to make space for exactly what you're talking about which is this pristine crystalline creation mm. we're now entering and that's how you will bear the fruit hey suck on that ripe peach lots of peaches pineapple yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and flowers yeah. I love you, you all so thank, love you. You. thank you for this Round sitting under by the Nazna mm. forest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.